Well, and it, it's interesting because we're about to get into comic books and superheroes, and I do think that the comic book industry and the comic book movie industry has learned a lot uh, from anime, specifically the idea of fan service, breaking the fourth wall to sure. stroke off your, your customers. And whether that's Easter eggs, whether that's just talking directly to the audience, it's become a real thing, and there's, like, no storytelling anymore. It's just validating the people who are paying for the product. Yeah, no, I uh, I agree with you. But before before we get into the full thing, do we want to just quickly chat about uh, uh, this uh, this thing with uh, Trump doing physical violence to every reporter on Earth by uh, oh, yeah. a meme? Yeah, yeah, it is violent. Yeah, so, yeah, so uh, let me. I'll take this as the chief wrestling correspondent. Sure. Um, so, um, tr- as I think most people know by now, Trump tweeted a uh, GIF of him clotheslining. Uh, Vince McMahon with a CNN head uh, on him, and the fun and the really funny thing about the GIF is that Miss uh, Donald Trump is a really shitty pro wrestler, and his clothesline <laughs> fucking sucked. And his <laughs> should, he should actually be ashamed to post that. But because CNN is run by a bunch of you know lanyard wearing pussies, sure. they don't sure. they don't understand anything about pro wrestling or the internet or gift culture or anything and they took it as like a threat to attack them in the future no a wrestling gif is a statement that i have already owned you right it's not a promise that i'm going to uh pile drive you in the future it's i mean i i I, I truly think the reaction to this is has been Endless has just been all week long. There's been full wall-to-wall coverage of how scared these adult millionaires are that the president might might beat them up or something. Oh, yeah, you had Brian Stetler talking about the rise of anti-journalism, like it was a form of of bigotry against, like, a a, a marginalized people. (laughs) That was even before this thing. And then, like, it truly has been all week, like – they're afraid of the of the violence that Trump did to them. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. It's sort of the inevitable result of believing that corporations are people too, right? <laughs> yeah, like that's <laughs> true. I think I think maybe a lot of people saw that and they were worried that Trump hurt the person CNN. <laughs> CNN, yeah. I mean, it's it's when you have these these massive massive conglomerates that are forced to to behave as a monolith, like nobody working there is allowed to say that's not a big deal or else they risk being ostracized or fired. Everybody there is going, we've got to get this Han asshole solo guy and take him down. Okay, so let's plug this thing out because it's like, so what ha- there's a couple different ways to react to something like this, like the the president posting a wrestling meme of with CNN's face on it. One is CNN could, you know, lean into our president is a fucking idiot, like the stupidest guy in in the country is running the country. That's one way to to lean into it. The other is to you know examine meme culture and all this kind of stuff. And the third that they chose was to track down the guy and get him scared of losing his job while uh, crying that uh, you know for you know to have Trump banned from Twitter for the entire week. Yeah, there was actually the best way to do it is just to post a gif of Stone Cold Steve Austin Truly. giving Donald Trump the stunner. That yeah. would have ended right there. It would have been funny, and that would have been the end of it. 
And they would have won. This this is like a really interesting case study, I think, actually, in sort of old media versus new social media. Like this showed how much how behind CNN is on like being able to communicate on the Internet, like to everybody. To, to anyone who posts memes, like whether or not you're like a supporter of Donald Trump, Donald Trump or anything, you know that this was like a very silly thing to get upset about. Am I wrong to say that? No. No, no, it's completely ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, And then the reaction to it to be to basically try to dox this guy, I mean, like – I think it's a little weird. Like, I'm not definitely in, I'm not on this like CNN blackmail hashtag or whatever, but I think that there were other ways to, you know, investigate and report on this story rather than like trying to shake this guy down and tell him he's going to get fired from his job unless well, he they, apologizes. Well, and they totally wasted, like, Kaczynski, they hire this guy who's like a genius at digging up dirt on people. Like, this Andrew Kaczynski guy is like, they, they CNN hired him because he is very, very, very good at finding dirt. And like, that's what the, that's what they're assigning him to do. Go find the guy who made the fucking meme. (laughs) (laughs) There's no one to be clear. Yeah. And just to be clear, people are saying like a lot, some leftists are saying, Oh, well, the guy was racist. He posts at semantic stuff. Like, yeah, that's true. He was a piece of shit online. Of course he is. And you know, (laughs) yeah. And maybe, and he should have a struggle session. Like, but that's talking about, but that's if about it, right? Yeah, you if should, you're listening, Han Asshole Solo, we would love to have you on the podcast and, and talk to you about your your alt-right ways and how we can cleanse yeah. you of them. We'd love <laughs> to have you on or else. How about that? If you're listening, <laughs> why don't you come on the podcast or uh, I don't know what might happen. Okay. Struggle session reserves the right yeah. hey, <laughs> to, to identify. Is, I think you should probably come on. That's it. It's a nice job you got here. It's a shame that <laughs> someone ruined it for you. <laughs> Um, all right. So, so what yeah. do we think? What, where, where is this all going to end up? Like, is you know, are CNN and Trump going to step in the ring? Are we going to are we going to see uh, Wolf Blitzer smash a, a chair on Stephen Miller's head? God, what? I hope no, so. because it's it's all kayfabe. That's the I know. that's the real thing about it. It's all bullshit because CNN has owes its rating. It's ratings to Trump, and Trump owes his presidency to CNN. They don't. It's actually, symbiotic. Like, yeah. Jeff Zucker and Trump like know each other. These are guys. Like it's not like this is like a crazy thing to say. It's like they were at upfronts together. Like all these people know each. I was thinking about this when I was in New York, uh, uh, and this was like right after the election, before the inauguration. I was watching CNN, and like Anderson Cooper was mad about like something Trump tweeted. And I was walking around New York, and I was like, this is just like an argument between like New York people. Like it's a bunch of like people in New York just mad at each other and they're dragging the whole country down with them. I'm like, That's maybe remarkable. New York is the problem. Like truly like Trump Tower is like a block and a half away from CNN. So it's like this guy in his one tower is tweeting and then like less than a mile away, another guy in another tower is talking about how mad the tweet made him. Like just maybe we should not let anyone from New York be a part of public policy. That's my opinion. <laughs> the water's better. The, the policy, not so good. Yeah, it's, that's kind of funny because um, if, if you recall the end of Watchmen, um, <laughs> yeah. they, they saved the world yeah, by destroying New York. So, the Watchmen timeline would be a better world. It would be a better world. For
the kids get lost and no one's gonna stay up. Yeah, truck trees and bleach trees with Dingo Moha hair. Today, the struggle session is joined by Nicole Matthews. She is a world-renowned wrestler. She's wrestled extensively in the United States, Japan, Australia, and her home in Canada, where she is the current reigning ECCW champion. Now, Nicole, let me get this right. You beat up a woman on her wedding day this weekend? <laughs> yeah, I just hate. I just hate people being happy and bliss. I guess so. It was it was a uh, pretty funny. Uh, we got to fight in some cake and uh, destroy all the decor and everything. It was a pretty good time. So Nicole, I brought you in to talk about Jeff Gate, uh, the incident where our president Donald Trump sent a wrestling Jeff to seeing them, showing him attacking them with a lariat and people completely lost their minds about it and i wanted to get you as an expert on because you're a wrestler and one of your signature moves is a lariat mm-hmm. and first things first i just wanted to ask you what did you think of president trump's lariats i didn't think it was that good as a lay person but you're the expert so i would just want to have you on to ask you you know i gotta say it was more of a tackle i thought it was just like a tackle with his arm kind of out there you know like a flying hug attack. So it wasn't it wasn't the best lariat I've ever seen in my life, that's for sure. But for someone who's not a wrestler, I guess it wasn't the worst either. So what is the key to uh, giving, delivering a devastating lariat? I've seen you give lariats that have flipped people inside out. So what kind of technique should you use when giving a lariat? You got to have that strong arm out there, you know, and it has to be distinct from doing a flying hug attack i think that's the key that strong arm because his was a little um is a little cuddly you know yeah a little weak (laughs) yeah it's a a little cuddly i I didn't think the technique was quite there he could have gone over that a few more times i think before uh, going out there to perform it. Now, people lost their minds when Trump sentenced Jeff for whatever reason. They acted like it was the most violent thing to happen in American politics, which I'm not sure how much American politics you study in Canada, but is definitely <laughs> not the um, most violent thing to happen. And I, But wrestling Jeff has become a big part of internet culture in the past couple of years. I'm just wondering, as a wrestler, what do you think about that whole trend? Why do you think wrestling has been so appealing uh, as far as GIFs and memes go? Um, I, yeah, I, don't, I guess it's just because wrestling is so, it can be like really cartoony and like really maybe jarring to people who don't watch wrestling. So it's like funny to take it out of context and put it in like a real world context. Yeah. Like my, my favorite one is that one with Hulk Hogan and Macho Man, like getting nuts when it's like, Oh, when you take your pre-workout too early or <laughs> something like that, like that, that's probably one of my favorite ones. Uh, so I, I just think it's just like so over the top and campy that like people, people enjoy using it. But the, that Trump one, it was like, I, was shocked the amount of attention that got that was that was nuts how much that got yeah, yeah. I, I like I, I i just people i don't know it's like there's just like so many more things to get offended by i feel like <laughs> probably that happened in that hour that that got tweeted that like it just seemed so out of place and weird to me yeah definitely so if someone sends you a violent wrestling gif what should your response be 
Oh, definitely find the user and, you know, give all their personal information out like CNN did. (laughs) Uh, I think you should probably just laugh and move on with your life probably. And, you know, maybe uh, thicken up that skin a little. So there's been a lot more talk of wrestling in the political context uh, in America lately. And that's because... You know, our president is technically a pro wrestler. He's in the WOE Hall of Fame, actually. <laughs> yes. So there's been um, a lot of talk about whether he's, you know, playing a heel when he says all these offensive things. Where the, he are, uh, But I think what's happened recently is the media has kind of realized that actually they're the heels and he's the face. And he's kind of created this uh, wrestling angle with them that he is basically winning. So, and you're someone who's played, uh, you know, a, a, both a heel and a face, you know, a really mean, disgusting, obnoxious, <laughs> angry, dastardly yeah. heel, and also a face that's uh, kind of beloved in in Vancouver. Like, I've seen videos of little girls cheering you on and, like, saying you're a better role model than Wonder Woman. God, their, their parents need to show them some better role models. So, as a someone who's played both a heel and a face, which is more fun? Oh, by far, heel. Like, that's, that's the way to go. It's way more fun. You can be... I, I don't know. It's just easier to make people hate you than like you, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, and I'm only, I, I feel like I can only be a baby face in Vancouver where they've seen me for 11 years now. And they're like, okay, I guess we'll cheer for her because she's stuck around for so long. Uh, but it's just so much better to be healed. So much more fun. Right, right. So there's another video of Trump um, where he locks on this death grip, like handshake with a, um, uh, French Prime Minister Macron. Oh, so awkward. So awkward. Yeah, it's, it's really <laughs> awkward. And, like, Macron tries to escape and he can't. I feel like Trump, like, was on the internet, like, watching, like, Luthez and Billy Robinson videos in order to <laughs> get, like, a handle on Macron since he got made fun of for the last handshake. So if you're Macron or someone else who's been put in a death grip by the president, what should you do? Uh, you know, I'd probably have to, I'd probably anticipate that he was training, you know? So I would maybe go down to California and train with like Josh Barnett, maybe and Shayna Baszler, you know, get some catch wrestling techniques from them and like figure out a good reversal. Yeah, it seemed there. like Macron had an opening to turn it into a double wrist lock if he wanted to. Exactly. Exactly. I, I feel like Trump wasn't well-trained. You know, I feel like it would be easy to break that grip. So there's not a lot of things to be proud of as an American lately, especially with Trump. But I'm proud that our president is someone who understands wrestling, at, at the very <laughs> least. Yeah, and Trudeau, your prime minister, he clearly does not like he seems like the guy who made fun of kids who watch wrestling in high school like does that disappoint you on us yes you know it's a bit disappointing you know he uh yeah he he's very smart about what issues he comes out about and cares about you know uh and i i just guess i wish professional wrestling was one of them I mentioned earlier that you're the champion of ECCW, which is a traditionally male promotion. Usually men hold a title there. You were one of the first women to do that, Some, uh, like Kimberly and Chikara, Rachel Summerlin and ACW, Chiller and Melissa and RCW. And it's actually become a really, you know, common thing uh, lately. And 
even though wrestling fans get a rap as being, you know, very sexist and regressive, we you still have, you know, these women like you reaching the zenith of their promotions. And I just want to feel like, do you think wrestling fans get a bad uh, Oh, rep? I think they do. But I think it's like every other fandom. You know, you have those who are going to be like cool and like good with progressive things like that. Uh, and it depends on the area you're into. Like I'm in Vancouver, which is considered a more progressive place or more like, you know, I guess like left wing type of area compared to somewhere like Kentucky, you know? Uh, but like, I do think wrestling fans get a bad rep. I think there's a lot of really smart wrestling fans out there, but there's a lot of freaking idiots too. Yeah. But that's like anything, you know, I posted a, posted a picture yesterday on instagram uh like with a stupid look on my face and saying oh this is my reaction to watching uh, scotty mack and christina von Erie get married and like everyone you know most people are like oh haha but this one guy's like nice boobs i'm like cool thanks <laughs> that, that's cool like i guess they're there too i wasn't really the, wasn't really the point of the picture but all right man thanks uh so you're always gonna it's always gonna be 50 50 like you're there's some really good ones out there, but there's some real idiots too. But I think that's literally with every fandom. Like you tell me when you look at football fans, like there's not some like real idiots out there or comic book fans, like anything, right? So yeah, yeah. So I just want to know: Have you seen Glow? I haven't yet. I haven't had a chance. I've been really on the go. So is it good? Yeah, it's good. Like you yeah. know, of course, Glow wasn't a wrestling promotion. Uh, really so it's no not really a, a show about wrestling but like right. it's a real good you know comedy and it's very nice to see uh, awesome kong there like she's great in the show i'm really happy to see oh her there. i'm so stoked she's in it like that was I, when i saw her in that preview i'm like oh yes this is gonna be awesome yeah like so like she's never gotten her a fair shake yeah. in wrestling, you know, and so good to see her in this huge media thing, something that's going to be way bigger than probably anything uh, any other wrestling promotion is going to do. So I'm very totally. happy for her. Totally. Yeah, she's definitely someone who doesn't get the credit she deserves for being the wrestler that she, like, is or was. I, I, don't, I don't think she's wrestling currently right now, but, like, she was what the def- like she- every other like woman who's come after her who's like been like a monster heel you know like i know bull Nakato, obviously but like in america being i don't know i just think like she was like almost like a pioneer yes in that way of being different and using that to your advantage yeah. so i know you gotta run run so is there anything um, you like to plug oh not really <laughs> just you can follow me at n matthews ninja uh on twitter and instagram uh, I have a couple upcoming shows, but they're pretty local, so I kind of feel silly for promoting it on a podcast <laughs> not based out of Vancouver. <laughs> and final question, are you available for weddings? Oh, yeah. If you need someone to interrupt it, I'm there for you. Cool, cool. Thank you so much for coming on Struggle Session. You're welcome. Struggle Session has been brought to you by generous contributions from the Koch Brothers, Center for American Progress, Vox.com, and Patreon supporters like you. 
like what you hear, want to hear more, check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or strugglesession.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.